shepherd of our soul we give you all the glory we bless your holy name father we thank you for your mercies that you are plenteous of plenteous of in mercy you are thank you for your loving kindness better than life your goodness towards us our father we bless you this morning Father, we come again before you. We come again, bringing our worship, bringing the fruit of our lips, giving praise to your name. Father, we ask that you accept our worship this morning. Accept uh, our heart. Accept us in your presence this morning. Father, we ask that you have bring about forgiveness of sins. That your blood will wash us, make us clean this morning. Father, I ask for your holy presence to come and invade this place. Let your presence travel through the airwaves. Let your glory break through. Father, I ask for grace this morning to feed at your table. Help to eat out of your, to drink of your cup and to eat from you. Father, I'm praying for your spirit, your guidance of your spirit, leading of your spirit. I pray, Lord, for your anointing, the holy anointing, the unction which teaches, which the teacher of the book, I, I pray you will come and instruct us this morning by, by your mercy. Thank you, our Father. I ask for every heart for a supernatural grace to comprehend, to journey, to understand and to fetch out of your rivers this morning. Thank you, our Father. We give all the glory to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Stefano. Thank you, Father. Praise the Lord. Uh, good morning, everyone. Please. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless your name. Praise the Lord, Father. I yield my heart to you. I yield my vessel. I pray you come and use my tongue this morning. But I look beyond my weaknesses, beyond my frailty, and use me, Lord, to fetch your truth for this moment in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let your anointing flow. Let it bring instruction and let it bring enlightenment in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Um, let's open our Bibles to Daniel chapter 12. Praise God. <clears throat> Daniel chapter 12, I'll read from verse 1. It says that, And at that time shall Michael stand up. Praise the Lord. Amen. The great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble. 
such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And in that time thy people shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Praise God. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. But thou, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end, and many shall run to and fro, and and knowledge, praise God, knowledge shall be increased. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, thou, Daniel, oh, shut up the words, shut up the words and seal the book. Amen. Amen. Even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro. And what will happen? Many shall be increased. Amen. Um, let's see. Let's go. see Revelation 22. Amen. Um, so I believe, um, based on just different um, evidences, both from scripture and uh, from also encounters that we have been having, that this angel, Michael, is the angel that showed John these things. Praise God. Um, if you ask me, I can't tell you where it's written in the book of Revelation that my name is Michael, but um, I believe, praise God, that, that Michael, Michael is the minister for for is the prime i believe is the is the archangel praise god Amen. the archangel uh, that makes him the prime minister a prime by prime i mean the the primary minister of things that pertain to the people or to people who love god of course in the jewish time when they mention people um, in, in the Old Testament, or not Old Testament, the times before the New Testament, praise God. Uh, when he mentioned people, they are referring to Israel in the flesh, which is always a type for Israel in the spirit. Yes, so, so when they say Michael, say at that time Michael shall stand up, verse 1, all right. Michael shall stand up, the great prince that standeth for the children of thy people. Amen. So he's saying Michael stands for for the people of Israel. Praise God. And so I believe Michael has been standing for them, but um, the, real, the real stand of Michael in the spirit is for the true Israel in the spirit, which are those who are of the, the true circumcision, who worship God in the spirit, who rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Those of us who are born again uh, through believing in Jesus Christ. Amen. 
praise God. So, so Michael stands for us. And you find also that um, when, when that, this time of Daniel's revelation, this was revelation concerning Israel. Right, so I remember when he began to pray and began to fast, he, he searched out, decided to search out by books the time when they should be in captivity. Right, and in that season of revelation, after he prayed and his prayer was heard and the message was sent, there were things were held up. But it took who Michael to come and, and do a warfare, praise God, to because Michael is sensitive to the destiny of Israel as an angel. Um, if to me, if you ask me what is what his main charge, his main charge is to stand for the people. He's an angel. Amen. Amen. He's an angel that stands. Maybe it's possible that God gave him a charge that anything that concerns my people, bringing the people to me, raising the people to me, I'm giving you a commission. Praise God for, concern, for concerning such things. Praise God. It's, so I, I, I think that Michael, I'm just saying things that I believe based on just spiritual intelligence. Amen. Amen. I, I, I believe that Michael was doing the, the next job higher than Lucifer. Yes. I, I believe he was doing the next job higher than Lucifer because Lucifer was given charge over the hosts of God. But the hosts are people, those who are not yet a people, who are about to become a people. Amen. So, or you can call hosts a, a holy nation, according to the, the, the Bible. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, you have a holy nation before a peculiar people. Amen. So, the holy nation is the nation in the sanctuary, which is the realm where Lucifer, even though he is also an, he was a third heavenly angel, but in terms of what he stands for, what he, he officiates for, is in terms of his commission. So in the scripture, you see angels have there's a sense of commissioning for, with angels. Am I correct? Yes, the, the word stand for means what their stature is for. Yes, you, you get that? Praise the Lord. It's what, what? What their, what their stature is for. So he stands for. So Lucifer was built to handle the holy mountain so that was set upon the holy mountain of God. Ezekiel chapter 28, praise the Lord. And then every precious stone was like covered and all of that. Um, so so he, Lucifer was given the charge of the holy mountain to, to keep them holy, to maintain the holy nation, of course, not the not nation of, of humans, but in the spirit, in the heavens. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, um, but what it seems like Lucifer, sorry, Michael is above. Michael, to me, they call him the archangel. Archangel Michael. Right. So that means something. It's possible that there might not be many archangels. Some people think archangel is a type of angels. That there's a class of angels called archangels. I don't... Based on scripture, I'm not too sure about that. Praise God. It's, it sounds more like the archangel. The, amen. So it seems like, praise God. Amen. You won't see the archangel Gabriel. Is, it, is there something like that? I, I'm not sure. Praise God. Right? It's the, it's the archangel. So, so he, 
um, is a person, he has a particular, um, he has a province of, of jurisdiction in terms of what his stature pertains to in the heavens. Because the heavens, angels are keepers of salvation things. God's, God's will, God's plan. And each of them have lot in it. Praise God. So, uh, so and, and angels of this cadres, they are all messengers. They are all, he makes angels spirit. They are all messengers. They are all spirit. Amen. So, so it's very clear that mercy, so Lucifer carried message by God for the, for the hosts of God. Praise God. He carried what? He carried the message by God for what? God's message. He was an angel to the hosts of God. Praise the Lord. Or he was, a, he was the one who was a bearing light for the hosts of God. But, but so he carried the message for the hosts. Michael was an angel of the people. So I believe Michael carries message that pertains to peoplehood. When they want to make a people, when God wants to, to make a people, the message that pertains to a people, to peoplehood, um, that is, to me, that I believe that's Michael's realm. So when a season for peoplehood comes around, you will begin to see this angel begin to manifest. So you see in the Old Testament, praise when you read the book of Daniel, there were, those, were, those were particular times. Amen. They were peculiar times um, concerning Jerusalem. Amen. Sorry. <clears throat> concerning the people of Israel. They were what peculiar times. And Daniel began to search concerning the set out concerning the destiny of the people of Israel. And that must have awakened the ministry of Michael. Right? Because there are things concerning the people which which um which Michael has. Amen. Amen. So Michael came, I believe, in this time of Daniel. Michael I, I don't particularly think that it's everything which Daniel saw by revelation that he wrote down in the book, in his book. Mm-hmm. Daniel only has 12 chapters. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. He only has 12 chapters. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't, I don't believe, although he had visions, right? He had visions which um, he wrote, but the way he wrote his visions were sealed up. Mm-hmm. They were locked up. In a way, in a, in a sense, praise God. He, yeah. Amen. Are you seeing that they, they locked it up? He used earthly typology to, to write his own visions. Uh, do you agree with me? Yes, sir. Daniel used earthly typology, both from for different kinds, actually using animals and all that. He used the, those things to write about when you when you read Daniel you think he's talking about kingdoms talking about nations and all that stuff but no he's talking about things that pertain to the people of God amen so and you see this angel verse 1 in chapter 12 verse 1 praise God he's saying at that time that Michael shall Michael stand up the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people so he standeth for the children praise God and of course the destiny of the children 
of the type the people is to make them become the people of God. Amen. Because you have the children of Israel that should become Israel. The full Israel. Israel means people of God. You see, then you have children of Israel. So, so there's a ministry that belongs to the children of Israel to make them Israel. Amen. Amen. So, um, then you see what Michael said in verse, or what, what this, I'm a sea heaven osteprano, carry osteprevenosa. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And then in verse 4, you see verse 4, he says, Thou, Daniel, shut up the words, am I correct? And then seal the book, even to the time of the end. Then, and then you see a colon there. In my Bible, I don't know about yours, praise God. King James, he said there's a colon. He said you should seal up the book, seal, shut up the words, seal the book. That word words means the sayings of the book. So you shut them up, shut up the words of the book, shut up the sayings of the book, seal the book, even to the time of the end. And in that column, means at that time of the end, many will run to and fro, and knowledge shall then be increased. Praise God. Now, let's see, you see in the book of Revelation, like I was saying, that I believe it's the same angel who then came in the, this time. He, pro, he told Daniel to shut it up until the other time, the last time. Then in chapter 22, he came, praise God. Uh, he came, to, this was him taking John, I believe. In verse 6, he said, he said, unto me these sayings are faithful and true. Am I correct? Mm -hmm. says, and the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be what? Yeah. That word shortly also connotes that it's actually the time. Right, it is actually that time for the end. Amen. Amen. Am, I pray, am I saying something? Yes, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you read, go to 11, 12 of Daniel. Let's go back. Go back and, and see. Um, amen. Let's see from verse 6. He says, and, and um, oh, Father, thank you. It says, and one said to the man, okay, let's read from verse 5. Let's just continue. It says, then I, I, Daniel, looked, and behold, there stood other two, the one on this side of the bank of the river, and the other on that side of the bank of the river. And one said to the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, how long shall it be to the end of this thing, these wonders? Amen. And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven, and swore by him that liveth forever, that it shall be for a time, times, and an half. And when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, then all these things shall be finished. And I heard, but I understood not. Then said I, O oh my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and are sealed till the time of the end. He says, Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly. 
and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise. What, what will happen? And from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away, and the abomination that maketh desolate set up, there shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days. Praise God. Amen. Then he said, Blessed is he that waited and cometh to the thousand three hundred and five and thirty days, but go thou thy way until the end, for thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot at the end of the days. Amen. Amen. Okay, I want us to, to maybe see something. Um, praise God. Hallelujah. Maybe just so that we don't just gloss through this. Let's try and get some understanding of some of these things. Here. Amen. Amen. Now, they are speaking in this verse 11. Okay. Let's see. In this verse 11, it says, From the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away. And then what? Did, uh, Uh-huh. There shall be there shall be a thousand two hundred and what and ninety days. Amen. A thousand two hundred and what and ninety days. Now, the, the time when the daily sacrifice when they say daily sacrifices. Praise God. The daily sacrifices they don't doesn't affect the holy most holy place. The, the real place where the daily sacrifices really occurs, where, can you tell me, is, is in that altar of brass. All right, that's where they kill daily sacrifices. Amen. So, this verse 11 is speaking about two, is two orders of, of actual, is ultimate desolation of the temple praise God, that they want to achieve, but it's in two phases. First, they have to take away the daily sacrifices. Right? Then, after the daily sacrifices are taken away, I'm just showing you how, they make, how to make a temple desolate. This is in orders. First, they take away the daily sacrifices. Right? After, when you have to remove the daily sacrifices, then you are able to introduce the abomination that make it desolate. That's to the actual abomination that desolates the temple is, is an abomination that is able to break through into the holiest of all. Praise God. And when you've broken through into the holiest of all, you've, you've, destroyed, you've destroyed the temple, you've taken the temple. Are you seeing that? So what, what they're telling you is that from that time, so there shall be between, from the time when they finish the, desol- the removal of the daily sacrifices, up until the time when the what? The abomination that causes desolation happens. There will be a thousand two hundred and what? And ninety days. Now, we are, we, are reading, we are reading New Testament. Okay, we are not reading Old Testament. So, when you are reading New, Te- New Testament, you are reading soul matters. Yeah. Right? You are not reading, any, you're not reading about any temple somewhere. That people will and you take hundred one thousand something days. So these days mean something, amen. They mean something to, to the idea. There's an idea of temple, amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, so this time here, 
um, the time when the, the daily sacrifices shall be taken away, praise God, that timing has to do with what they recorded in chapter 11 of Revelation. Amen. They recorded that in chapter 11 of Revelation. It's when you have to take the city and take the courts of the temple because the courts of the temple is where the daily sacrifices are done. Praise God. So that's the first level. Then after that, you you need to furtherance of that encroachment praise god I'm, I'm just gonna i'm gonna sh- share these things for those who are able to capture it I, I will try not to stay too long here and so we can move on amen, amen. so you see revelation chapter 11 am i here are, are we there praise god um if you see verse one it says and there was giving me a, re- a read like unto a rod and the angel stood saying rise and measure the temple of god and the altar and them that worship therein but the court which is without the temple, leave it out. Don't measure it. Amen. Amen. Say, but measure it not, for it is given to the Gentiles, and the holy city shall they tread under foot forty and what? Two months. So the court and the, and the city. Yeah, it's in the picture. The court, the temple should be in the midst of the city. To get to the temple, you need to take the city. When you've taken over the city, then the first thing you get to the court of the temple, you take over the court. So what he's saying is that the, the Gentiles have already taken over. This word Gentile means they are not a people. Right. Those Gentiles, amen, are, are not what? Are not a people. Or they are people who are, they are driving an agenda that is not the agenda of God. That is the word Gentile. They are foreigners without our Gentiles. That word dogs. It's the same word for Gentiles. Without our dogs. Right? When we were speaking about the, the city. Am I correct? In the book of Revelation chapter 20, 21. Praise God. It says, oh, praise God. That without our dogs. So dogs are without. Dogs are like Gentiles. They don't have right into the city. But after a while, they will begin to encroach into the city. And then take over the city. Then after a while, they would take over the courts. When they take over the courts, the daily sacrifices will stop. Praise God. Now, if you were to get the sense of what I'm describing, I'm describing the way of destruction. How men would this be, de- be destroyed? Praise God. And the typical description of destruction, if you want to really describe destruction, don't use an unbeliever. You won't, if you use an unbeliever to describe destruction, you won't get all the, you won't be able to excavate all the potential of death that can happen to a man. Praise, are you getting my, 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 my point? Are you seeing that? You, you won't get all the, you won't be able to see all the potential of death, how powerful death is. Because when death killing an unbeliever is not death at its highest power. And the unbeliever is easy to kill. Right? So he's already dead. His spirit is dead already. His soul is already dead at a level. All that's left is residual Adamic life. That is still inside, around the conscience, around the heart that needs to get to. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Are, you, are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Um, so 
But if you want to really look at the, the strength, where death is operating in his strength, picture a man who, is, who got born again, spirit is alive, soul has begun to taste of Christ's life, not even Adamic life, has begun to journey to a point where he has, bu- he has, a, he has a land in the spirit. He's already building a house in the spirit. And he's already, he's already begun to, to participate in sanctification. And has done it far. Let's even take it further. He's gotten to the point of inheritance, or close to the veil. At that point, that such a man can still be made desolate by death. Praise the Lord. What did I say? Such a man is at that... You see that kind of man? When you see death fighting such a man, that's when you see death at his highest strength begins to fight at his highest strength. Praise God. So, so such things should make us very careful that if you have not been fully consecrated yet, there are still things that can kill you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. A, a temple, that, what I'm saying is that a temple that has been built can still be torn down, can still be destroyed. A temple that has been built, sacrifices have been going on in there. Things can still happen to it. Praise God. So, but, so you see, the, the, the technology of destruction is first take over the city. Amen. Then take over the, the courts of the temple first. To, for, to take over the city and the courts, you've, you've gotten halfway there. Then it's remaining the other halfway, which is to take over where? Let's see that. In Revelation chapter 11, let's read that. Amen. So the court which is without the temple, leave out, right? So when they say it is taken by the Gentiles and trampled, what they're talking about, the Gentile nature, lifestyle, will encroach into the, the courts. Are you seeing that? Uh-huh. So, and then the holy city shall tread, they tread under, under foot 40 and 2 months. So it means it will take 40 and 2 months to get to that point. To take the city, right? And take the courts. It will take 40 and 2 months. Now, what is 40 and 2 months? Why? It is what? It's three and a half years. It's the same thing as 1,290 days, which was in Daniel chapter 12. We calculate it about 1,200. If I'm correct, check it. Am I correct? Right. So it's about three and a half years. So um, that three and a half years, it, it will take to get half the job done. To take the city, take the courts. Then you now have another half left. So three and a half years. They now see verse, th- verse 3. So then I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand what? Two hundred and three score is ninety. It's the same thing in Daniel chapter twelve, verse eleven. Right? So it's the, and that is another three and a half years. So the desolation of, of a temple is takes what? First three and a half for the first part. That part is for the removal of the daily sacrifices. Am I correct? Then you need another three and a half or a thousand what? Two hundred and what? Ninety 
for the remaining part to bring about the abomination that causes desolation, that makes the temple completely desolate. So by the time you now start getting to that second part, that's where you begin to cite the witness of the two witnesses who are the, the guarders of the most holy of the heart. Praise God. And say they will begin to prophesy and prophesy and prophesy for, for a thousand three hundred and what? 290 days. And they, that prophecy is, is, is what the time it takes to expire their strength. See, after they prophesied for that time, then they fell. And uh, yes. Are you seeing that? So, so you see that time. So that's what they are trying to tell you in verse 11. Verse 11 of chapter 12 is the same thing as what happened in verse 3 of chapter 11 of Revelation. Verse 11 of chapter 12 of Daniel is from the time that the daily sacrifices shall be taken away. That is when they've taken the city and the courts. And then to the point where the abomination that makes desolate is set up. The time when abomination that made desolate is set up is when the devil, the, 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 that man of sin, will enter into the temple of God, according to Second Thessalonians chapter 2, and sit there as God. That is the abomination. When that happens, if that thing can ever enter into a man, you know, it's, it's first Gentilic before it becomes beastly. Praise God. Are you seeing that it's, a, it's the Gentile nature that defeats, can defeat the city and defeat the courts? But by the time you start moving beyond that, you need a beastly nature. Because it takes a beastly nature to make war with who? The two witnesses, if you check in chapter, chapter 11 of Revelation, you see it's the beast that ascended out of where? What verse is that? Verse 7. Is that it? Okay. And when they shall have finished their testimony, the beast that ascended out of the bottomless pit shall make war. What? War with them and shall overcome them and shall do what? So you see, that beast that ascended out, it was there in the bottomless pit. Something was going on. <laughs> Gentile. Can you tell me what, what are Gentiles armed with? What is the power of the Gentile nature? Lost. Sorry? Lost. Lost? Is it lost? Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. I, I love that lost. But, but tell me the, over the, the power... That the encapsulating power that drives gentile nature, the power that drives gentile nature, is the world. Right? Is the, what, what is a gentile possessed with? The gentile is, is what makes him a gentile is that he is so, he's drunk with the wine of that woman. Right? The woman that makes all nations. Who are, what are all nations? The nations of the earth. And they the are kings. He makes them drunk with the wine of her fornication. Praise God. So when you check under her, there is a beast that carries her. So that beast that carries her is the beast that will ascend out of the bottomless feet. Right? But before he ascends, she has to do her job. You can do her job. Praise God. Do her job. 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 <laughs> Amen. And when she and she, the world can take away every sense of daily sacrifice from the heart of men. Daily, say daily sacrifice. Daily sacrifice. 
daily sacrifice means your continuous worship. The, conti- the continuous stream of, right, of worship mm-hmm. that the priestly and Levitical, that's where the, the Levites and the priests meet mm-hmm. for continuity. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So it is where people who have been separate, right, they are, by virtue of, it's where the sacrifices of separation happens. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And so, so that daily sacrifices the the purpose of that thing is to is to fan the flames of the priesthood yes sir keep the priesthood going amen Amen. keep the priesthood going and then continue to trap the dominion of god in the house you have to daily do the daily sacrifices are you seeing that so in the life of a believer you should every believer who has been opened into whose eyes have become aware of righteousness and who has begun to measure sanctification, one thing that we should start at a point is what they call daily sacrifices. Praise God. The daily sacrifice is a continual offering of your life. It's where it's the Levit- when you move into Levitical order, right? The Levites are the first people who give money every day. They are giving. Every day they are giving. Other people come once a year, they just do and they go away. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the concept of daily, say daily. 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 It, nobody moves into daily without separation. Mm. <laughs> separation is, daily means continuity of worship. Am I making sense to you? Yes, what did I say? Daily means continuity of worship. So what the worldliness fights, the, dro- the wine of the world, is to defeat continuity mm. of worship. Yeah. yeah. Praise God. What did I say? What the wine of the world fights is what? Is the continuity of worship. It, don't, it doesn't want you to be separate. It doesn't want you to be separate. The world doesn't want you. It doesn't want you. Don't leave me. Like that Babylon was boasting in I think chapter 18 or so that you know she, she can never be a widow. <laughs> what, is that? what does that mean? That my wine is too strong. I'm too confident in my wine. That I'm too powerful. Praise God. That you can, nobody can gain separation from me. You can't separate men from me. Amen. That's the power of the world. And that is the power that drives Gentile nature and Gentile life. It's vanity. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Am I making sense this yes, morning? Sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. So all these things are real things. Sometimes you look at these books and it seems some kind of foreign stuff. They are, they are talking to you. The book, they are speaking to you. They are, this book is reading your soul. The, the words are arranged to read you, cite you, and begin to deal with your heart. Praise God. But thank God, God is bringing light to us. To, to see them. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, so that's one fight that you must have. Like when you, if you see the Levites, there's a fight they are fighting every day. The fight is to keep what's happening. Offerings, sacrifices. That every day that altar of brass must be getting blood every day. Every day sacrifices must be going on. That job, the priests are involved. Even the high priest is involved in that job. 
Are you getting the sense? Even who is involved? It means that, that Jesus is involved in maintaining Levitical life. That part. You know, some of us can look, overlook that part and say we are going to the most holy, but... <laughs> Amen. That thing. If, if they can give, if high priest can, can come make sure that that thing is going on, he didn't just leave it to the Levites, make sure that event, that things are, go, are happening, I will just go and rest inside. Amen. Praise God. He has to come. Make sure, because the courts play a vital role. If you stop the sacrifices, you begin to weaken the power of the house. Even the most holy will feel it. That the, the power of this house is being weakened. Praise God. If daily sacrifices are still going on, the man of sin can never gain access into the temple. In a believer's life, if daily sacrifices are still ongoing in your life, there will never be an encroachment of sin. Of that is a man of sin, son of perdition. The son of that is a son of destruction. You, it will be hard for the conversation of destruction to find root in a heart that daily sacrifices are ongoing. Praise God. Hallelujah. You see today a lot of destruction kind of conversation. Destruction kind of, you know, there are different kind of kind of sins. You no, know, there's sin, which is the fountain of sins. Uh, so out of sin, then you have sins fountaining out in their orders. So when you now come to the realm of sins, you find out that each level has its own sins. That they are sin of worldliness. They are sins of destructions. They are, they are sins, sins of the flesh. Sins you can use your body to commit. You can use your body to commit worldly sin. You can use your body to commit destruction sin. The body can do different kinds of things. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Are you getting my sense? When a man begins to feel that like he's a woman, that's, not a, that's a destructive sin. It's not, a, it's not worldliness. Worldliness doesn't make men feel like women. Or a man saying, I want to marry a man, a woman, I want to marry a woman. That's not worldliness. Worldliness doesn't do that. People have been worldly for a long time. They didn't do it. Praise, praise God. Are you, worldliness didn't start now. It has been a long... There are people who have been worldly, worldly, completely. Worldly people. But they never thought to that place. So, that even though it's a sin, it seems as a flesh, sin of works of the flesh. It's, more, it's a different order. It's, it's, fun, it's powered from a different realm. Is powered from the realm of destruction. Things that, any kind of sin, sin that, how you know destruction sin is this? It has capacity to look God in the face. Right? No, that can, it's not every sin that looks God. Someone is stealing. No, it's not looking God. This thief can be afraid. Ah, there's God. He's still stealing. He's hiding. But a sin that can face God and say, this order you did here, we are changing it too. I'm just giving you notice that we are changing this whole thing that you did. Praise God. So that is a different, it's the man of sin, stature. Man means stature. So it's not everybody who sins with stature. Someone who is sinning with wine is different from someone who is sinning with stature. Are you getting the difference? Uh-huh. So you see, so, but, so, so you see those kind of sins of stature. The, when those kind of sins will, will begin to drop into a person's heart, 
is when daily sacrifices has ended a long time ago. Any heart where daily sacrifices are going on is not possible. It's hard for such a thought. Such a thought will be so far away. Are, are you seeing the power of daily sacrifices? Are, are you seeing the, the sense of it? Praise God. So when, you are, when daily sacrifices are going there, even from afar, you, you smell that it's a holy place. So you can even smell the thing going up. Are you getting what I'm saying? The aroma of the sacrifice will permeate every, everywhere around the tabernacle. You know that this is an active temple. Not anybody can go there. When you're approaching temple, there's nothing there. It's dry. There's no smoke coming out. Anybody can enter there. And this is how life, a person's life can become that way. Amen. It, the moment we begin to, you know, to lose the what? What is daily sacrifice? Is your continuity in separation. Your continuity in denying the wine of the world. Continuity in maintaining your denier. Maintaining your distance. Maintaining your resistance against what? The world and its lusts and all those things. Amen. Am I making sense to us? Yes, Praise sir. God. Let's not waste too much time here. Pray. Amen. 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 So you see that beast that will ascend out of the bottomless feet. That beast. Um, that beast has to wait for a while before he ascends. Is he, is he who will let it? That will let Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. On, we wait for the world to do his job until the world has finished and he will take the world out of the way. And then he will... What will happen? He will then make his encroachment. Right. So, so you are seeing this sense of three and a half and then three and a half. Right. He's just talking about is the, that word three and a half. Three and a half plus three and a half makes seven. It took seven to make man. Seven. Seven means completion. Seven days. Creation. To, to make, to put him together. Right? It took seven. It will take also seven to completely destroy him. But it's three and a half. And then what? Three and a half. So this number that's symbolic of times in the spirit. Now let's go back to that Daniel chapter 12. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, our Father. We give you glory. We give all the glory to your name. We worship you. Praise God. Amen. Thank you. So, so you're seeing now in verse, um, let's see, that John in chapter 12, right? In verse 4, it says, But thou, Daniel, shut up the words of the, of the, uh, shut up the words, right? And seal the book, even to the time of the end. And many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be what? Shall be increased. If you go to verse 7, it says, And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever, that it shall be for a time. And then what? Times. And then what? And, and a half. Now, when you notice this book, 
this Revelation chapter 12, they don't focus on, on what happens in the first three and a half. Right? This revelation is things that happen in the second three and a half. So when it was verse 6, amen. amen. In verse 6, it says, And one said to the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, How long shall it be to the end of these wonders? So we say, How long will it be? It's not, it's not how long will it be from the, from the very beginning. Right? It's how long will it be from the time that the daily sacrifices has already been taken away up until when the abomination that makes desolate shall happen. So which is, see that season is what you call the end time. Yes. The, the, see the season of the last, what? Three and a half. Is what you call, when you are, we cross over from the first, when the first has been done, then you have to cross over to the next season. They, se- they separated them. Yes, sir. That's what you call the end what? The end times. So, who is in end time? Anybody, any soul who is in that realm, yes, any soul who has already gained separation, who is now beginning to access sanctification, you are moving into end times. Amen. Amen. Are you, are you getting my, yes. my point? So end times is season of within. Season of from sanctification onward is what you call what? The end times. So, so he says you should shut them up, right? And they began to ask, how long will it be to the end of the wonders? And verse 7 says, and I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river. And he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever that it shall be for what a time and then what times and and half can you tell me what is the meaning of this so instead of three so a time is one that word times is two and a half praise god so a time now so Instead of saying three and a half years or months and all that, you can replace it with a time, times. So that is not really about specificity of number of days or months. Are you getting my point? It's actually a spiritual, a prophetic language. So the end times, right, are three. They are broken into a time. Then times and a half and half a time. A time, times and what? And half a time. So that, that thing constitutes the end what? The end times. Praise God. And when the, we, she shall have compl- com- accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people. Are you seeing that? Then all these things shall be finished. So they are using... The timing they are looking at here is based on the destruction side. Uh-huh. But there is also timing when it comes to the, the building side. Is it still the same time that, that controls such seasons? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Am I making some sense? 
Amen. 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 Am I making sense? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Are you sure? Yes, sir. So in Revelation, so sorry, in this Daniel first, you see, let's go back again to Daniel chapter 4. Sorry, chapter 12. Let's read verse 4. Amen. Amen. It says, But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words, and do what? And seal the book, even to the time of the end. Right? And many shall run to him. By this time, Daniel was, in terms of soul state, men hasn't, haven't gotten here to this point yet. But in that time, many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Then in chapter 12 of Revelation, let's go there. You see that, I believe, the sin, 22, sorry, of Revelation. Revelation 22. You see that the same angel, I believe, praise God. Hallelujah. I'll read from verse 6. And he said to me, these things are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done, right? Behold, I come quickly. Now, why will it be shortly? Shortly. 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 Praise God. Shortly, because it's the end. The time is at hand. Did they say it in Revelation chapter 1? If I'm not mistaken. For the time is at, is at hand. What, what verse is that? Verse 3. Let's read it. Okay, let's read from verse 1 now. Revelation. It says, And the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel. So you see, this his angel. You know the angel. Unto his servant John. So I want to ask you a question. Who is, who is this angel? It's Michael. Who is really, really? I described it before. Stands for the people. He is the, actually the angel of the end time. Yes. That's why when he, he came and stood. See, and that day shall Michael stand. When he came and stood, he didn't have any questions about that time. Began to, began to be raised. Because that is his time. It's the time of his ministration. So at that time of his ministration is what to me, that's what Michael was made for. When God was making him, that was what the things they put inside him are the things that pertain to the end. Things that pertain to the end. And when it was time to now, you know, Daniel... Michael came. Daniel was. They call him man. When Daniel Michael saw him, he said, "Man greatly beloved," because to for you to be getting access. Number one is not time yet. The time for these things is not now. But for you to be great, gaining access to this revelation, you are a man greatly beloved. Praise God! And you see, beloved, the same nature, John the beloved. It's a, this is this kind of revelation is because it's a revelation for lovers. It is lovers that end time revelation opens to the kind of souls that access end time revelation. 
You know, there's a way we, we abuse the uh, Bible of Revelation. You know, all kinds of souls have tried to break into this book. <laughs> all kinds of, all kinds of human beings. Some are not even Christians. They try to, to open the book. Amen. Amen. All kinds of atrocities have been. Some time ago in the U.S., one guy said that he's, uh, he's in fact, he said he's the Lamb of God. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> and and he, this was his sight. This was his, his own sight. <laughs> his, his sight was that he felt like the book of Revelation had begun to open up to him. That he had begun to understand the seals. And then he read in verse 5 that they said that the person who can understand these seals is only one man could understand it. The one who went to take the book out of the right hand of him that sat and began to open the seals. So he said, because his revelation is now understanding the seals, therefore I have to be, be the lamb of God. It's not a small matter. The guy went to an area in Texas, just bought land, started building. People from all over the world started coming to hear his revelation. <laughs> All the men that came, he married all their wives. Praise <laughs> God. He said that he wants to. He said that sleeping with your wife and all those things that it, it diminishes you as a man. So you want to, you want to be holy. So I will take all that burden for, for all of you. And they gave him all their wives to marry. And he started having. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And nothing ended in a tragedy, a serious tragedy. Most of those guys died in the end, the fire, the FBI came and all that. Praise God. But, so those are abuses. of So all kinds of souls have tried to understand the book. The book of, has made some people mad. Amen. Some people have been open to evil spirits. All kinds of evil spirits. Because the book is angelic. By nature, when you begin to go there without authority, without um, the right authority, you begin to awaken some spirits. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. This book can give you a key into our world. It can give you access. We can have access to you. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, <laughs> so, but that, all kinds of souls, some souls who want to just know things. What will happen tomorrow? What will happen? And it's not for anything, not because they love God, it's for gain. Because you know that if I can predict what will happen tomorrow, it's, it, and it happens. I predict what will happen next week, it happens. I predict what will happen next year, it happens. I'm a made man. Ooh, people who will first come to me, and you know the, the traders on Wall Street, they will first come and knock on my door. <laughs> they will ask you, what algorithm are you using? <laughs> Amen. But are you getting what I'm saying? So it's for gain. A lot of people who try to understand this thing is just for gain. But that's not the heart that the revelation opens to. It's for lovers. It's for people who are, who are so in love with God. So in love with Jesus. It's actually a book for servants. So if you are not a servant, you have no right to it. The, from chapter 1, they start talking about it. The revelation which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly. So even if, if you are not a servant and you are coming there, you are coming in legitimately, the book doesn't belong to you. Praise the Lord. Amen. So it's with great fear and with love in our hearts, amen, that... Um, 
we approach it. So you see the revelation of Jesus Christ, right? Verse 1. Which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. And blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein. For what? The time is at hand. So the reason why people will begin to read, hear the word. Remember, did I hear the words? In Daniel, the angel told him, shut up the words of this book. Why? Because it's not yet time. But now they say the time is at hand. So because of that, blessed as they which can, who read, and they that hear the words of this prophecy. Praise God. So this hearing and reading, not everybody has it. Not everybody what? Has it. It is a, it is a blessing. It's, a, it's, a ble- it's blessedness to have the ear. Like they were saying to the churches that he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Pray. So first, God must give you an ear to hear what the Spirit is what is saying to the churches. Praise God. I don't know, I feel like I'm a bit slow. I want to pick up pace by God's grace. Amen. If God permits. Let's go back to chapter 22. Amen. Amen. So, um, so he sent his angel, right, to show unto his servants, verse 6, the things which must shortly be done. Right? Why? Is, because the time is at hand, right? Mm-hmm. Say, behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keep the sayings of the prophecy of this book. And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things and then he said said he unto me see thou do it not for i am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren the prophet that's the angel speaking that i now said of them which keep the sayings of this book worship god praise god and he said unto me seal not this is the same angel i believe that told daniel seal it's not yet time now he's telling him, seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. Then you now see, he now began, he begins, to, begins to say something. It's very similar to what he said in, in you know, if you, if you open chapter 12, you see verse 10. Then you see chapter 22 of Revelation, verse 11. I think we touched on this a bit. It's the same kind of thing. You know, before it says that in verse chapter 12, verse 9, they are closed up and sealed till the end of the time. Then in that time, say many will be purified and many made white and tried. Purified, made white and tried. But then the wickedly shall do wickedly. And none of the wicked shall understand. 
but the wise shall do what? Understand. In chapter 22, verse 11, we say, He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. He which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And then he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be what? Holy still. So he's telling you that this season will bring about separation. Separation, not separation in the sense of your journey. I mean separation of what is unholy, of different kinds of men. Praise God. Yeah. It's very hard to tell men in the, f- in the first time. But when you are moving into the last times, men become very evident. The last times is when you actually know who men are. Praise God. Because of the book. The book unveils men. The sayings of the book. When the book is closed, still, praise God. When the book is closed, still, Or, not the book first, even the sayings of the book. When the sayings of the book are not coming, it's hard to bring separation among, among men. All I mean is that men who, some who are wicked, and those who are unrighteous, they will be together. You can't tell what's the difference between a wicked man and a, and a right man. It's hard to tell. They may be doing the same things. It takes it takes increase of knowledge. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It will take what? Increase of knowledge. Increase of knowledge too. Knowledge means more light. Light brings separation. Light increases resolution. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you, it doesn't matter how good your camera is. If we turn off the lights now and it's in the night, bring the sharpest camera, you will just be seeing blackness. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you turn the camera, it's the same thing you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Just black, blackness. No, no, rev, no resolution. No difference. But increase the light. Right means knowledge. Shining. Incre- increase brightness. After a while, ah, there's something there that's different from the other one. That's different from the other one. Ah, they are not the same. It's not just, are you getting what I'm saying? So, in the church, when the church is still in season of darkness, blindness, when the saying, the book hasn't started speaking, knowledge hasn't increased. That's the sign of the, of the time of the end. Knowledge will increase. You saw it here in Revelation. Many will run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. When knowledge begins to increase, it's time for the heaven to separate men. You now see some holy brothers. When time you now start bringing what the book is saying, the, their holiness, you now begin to doubt. Ah, ah, boy, I thought you would love this thing now. Ah, I mean, didn't we used to pray together? We love God together. Ah, we love God now. 
Uh, now God, these things are being revealed. These are ah, uh, uh, this is not what we should be looking for. More of the revelation of God, more of understanding of God. But what happened? Light has come. You begin to tell the secrets, right? Was it Paul said in the day when God will reveal the secrets of men's heart by my gospel? Do you know that Paul's gospel is part of the sayings of the book? It's it's it, Paul's gospel is 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 the preamble for the book. In fact, it's Paul's gospel that opens the book. Is what makes the books open. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Am I making some sense? Yes, sir. So, so don't, be, don't be too worried when you see some holy brethren begin to change when the sayings of the book begin to come. Because the sayings of the book will put men dif- in their different places. Praise God. Hallelujah. Am I making sense to yes, you? Sir. Let's go to that Daniel one. That Daniel. Daniel. Okay. Um, that Daniel chapter 12. We'll pick it from here and and we'll see how far we can go. Amen. Father, we thank you. Father, we give all glory to your name. Father, we are learning with brokenness this morning. We are learning with utmost humility and utmost fear before you. No man can profess to know these things. Father, these are your things. They are your words. They are your secrets. It's your book. They are your sayings. So, Father, I ask that come and Come on, as these words are opening, glorify yourself more in them. As they are open, may they tell of you accurately. May they speak of you. May they paint the right picture of you, which you want us to see today. Father, we thank you. Father, we give you glory. We, We worship your name, Father. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So let's see Daniel chapter 12. Praise the Lord. Um, So you see verse... Verse... Amen. Thank you, Father. Give you glory. We give you glory. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Amen. Let's go back to verse 1. Daniel 12. Verse 1. I'll read again. It says, And at that time shall Michael stand up. The great... What is at that time? At that what? Time. Time. That thing, it flows from chapter 11. But I don't want us to go that far back. But it's talking of a time when he will stand up. The stage has been set for him to stand. So at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation. Even to that time, and at that time thy people shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found who written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Verse 3, 
this, this verse 3 says, And they that be wise. I love that. They that be what? Wise. They that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as what? The stars for ever and ever. Amen. See, they that be wise. Now, now who are these that be wise? Is the they that be wise here are the people who will come into this understanding. Praise God. Hallelujah. They will come into this understanding, and it's more than understanding. It is actually stature of wisdom. A wisdom stature, praise God, that will, they will come into a wisdom that is in tandem with the wisdom of the heavens. The wisdom which the heavens is keeping. Praise God. The, the wisdom for these last times, they are actually, is actually, the order of this wisdom, it's already laid in heaven. Are you seeing that? It's already what? It's already established in heaven. It is interwoven into natures of heavenly entities. And such natures must, the earth in this time must come into alignment with such what? Heavenly what? Natures. The statues of wisdom in the heavenlies. There must be a come a union or a likeness in nature and in stature. If I can put it plainly. You see, these wise men of the end time will look like heaven. Praise God. The wise men, what would they look like? They will look like heaven. They will look like heavenly entities. They look like heavenly. Now, I'll give you, I'll tell you, what does earth look like now? Increasingly, and, in, and increasingly, I mean the world. It looks like hell. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Praise God. It's not only Jesus that wants his kingdom to come. And that being who has sown his own kingdom must come. That... No, a kingdom come that will be done as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Satan has always swore that his own kingdom will, co- will come and his will will be done as it is in hell. Mm-hmm. 
as hell strapping the nature. You know, hell carries, that's the, that's the conglomerate of the nature of fallen angels. What, what are angels possessing? What, what is hell? What is the devil possessing the world with? It's with nature of fallen angels. Are you? So ask me, when you see a, a man who wasn't wicked before, nice man, and then just drinking wine of the world, after a while he becomes a mean soul. What nature, where that, what nature is that? If they're able to open your eyes, you see an evil spirit that he looks exactly like. They just the same. They smell the same. They have the same kind of nature. Are you seeing? So, what the devil is wearing men, what the world wants to wear men, are the nature of falling heavens, falling spirits. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. So, so, the question is that if men can take on that, that nature, so, the reason why they can take on that is because is because the nature of angels is a, is, a way, is a weaving that man was actually designed to come in. It, man is programmed to, to inherit its type. Are you getting me? If not, there's nothing Satan won't, cannot, won't be able to give his nature to man. If there is no pathway that God created in man's soul that things from an angel can flow into a man. So it's not a matter of sometimes if it's a bad thing, it can flow through that pathway. If it's a good thing, it can also flow. I, I'm just trying to show you there's a pathway. There's a way. God has designed such a way that angels should teach men, that the heavens should teach the earth. That side, Satan doesn't want you to see it. Close that door. Don't let men. Let's see angels as people you send message. Hey, come. I need that thing right now. If there's a way you can send an angel, stop my car and be one minute before I come out. Let me. <laughs> you know that's the kind of thing we like to use it just for praise mm. <laughs> God mm. amen I you know even in the kingdom of darkness praise God you know what these occultic people they like all those like, men are just like that if you can have a demon that will do something for you you send message praise God mm. Amen. But it's the low demons who don't even know what the devil is doing that do all those kind of things. <laughs> the ones who are really in, in tune with the devil's program, you know that it's not about sending him. No, no, no. Don't send me a message. Inherit me. <laughs> when you see evil spirit that talk to men, they don't, it's not for you. They, don't, they want he inherits me. Inherit my, my wickedness. Inherit my nature, my evil nature. Inherit my, my twist. Head, twisted nature. Inherit my bent nature, my my wickedness, my unrighteousness. That's what well, that's what spirits are getting. Are you seeing that? Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. So God gave if Satan can give things to evil spirits, angels, and then that men should inherit. God has given angels things that men should also inherit. Yes, and if we don't have access, if we don't access those things, if we don't, if we're not aware of that, it might be difficult. Praise God. Are you, are, are you seeing what I'm trying to tell you? That the, you see the heaven, when you say heavens, you are talking of beings, entities, creatures, that God, that are 
that are full of natures, of laws that God has written into them. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Are you seeing that? Yes, sir. Aha. So, wisdom. See that wisdom here? Wisdom is the word when they're using wisdom. Praise God. Is wisdom of nature. Wisdom of operation. Stature. That thing, praise God, is what spiritual entities have. They have to they inherit it, they have to inherit it fully. It's key. It's very key. Wisdom is a marker of inheritance in the spirit. So and they are telling you in this time. The measure of that they are using for wisdom is the likeness to the firmament. Verse 3. Uh, are you seeing that? Is the what they are just telling you is that they will be wise as heavens are wise. They that are wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. The word firmament is just a type of heavens. Are you seeing? They are not saying here that your, your body will shine with the stars. I'm not arguing that too. If you say you believe strongly that our body will be shining, like I'm telling you, it's okay, no problem. But I'm not talking about that. I'm telling you that the soul, there's something called the wisdom of the firmament. There's a way it shines. So if, if an angel comes now and appears now, and the angel is shining his body, you can see the light. His five feathers are beaming and everything, right? You can't tell me that that is the true shining of the angel. That what your eyes can see. That, that is just, that's all about the shining. No. The, the, he has, it can be natural, but the real shining of the angel is his inward stature. It's a wisdom. The wisdom nature that is inside him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. So, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever. These stars forever that they are talking of here are also so when in the firmament there are different kind of entities in the firmament. Right. The star here just means the most shining entities in the firmament. So you see this to me, these stars, you know, sometimes in the Bible there are many. Sometimes the Bible will use stars to represent the first heavenly creatures. Right? Uh-huh. When Satan said, I will elevate above the stars of heaven. That, that was the first level. 
principalities and all that. Amen. They call them stars because they are the first thing that shines when you look at when you look from the earth. But but when it comes to stars, you see, for example, morning star. I will give you the morning star. Are you seeing that? He that had the star at the right hand, his right hand, that was how he was coming with that that star as a cherubic nature with which he was bringing in the book of Revelation towards the church. Praise. Are you seeing that? So that this star realm is talking about the highest stature in the firmament. Yes. So there are those who have wisdom. They grow in wisdom till they themselves become turners. The turners, they, they that turn many, they can turn many to righteousness. If you ask me who are the ones who are able to turn many to righteousness, just see, briefly, there are people who have the rod of iron. Who, they are ones who are able to beat the nations to shivers. Praise, praise God. Are, are you seeing that? They come into a great power. It's by their activity you begin to see multitudes will begin to turn in the last times. So they are able to turn many. It takes power. Turning many to righteousness is not getting many born again. Many who have done that. The evangelists who are able to get many born again. But it's possible we might not even have any man yet on the earth now who can turn many. There can't be many on the earth. Who can, you know, the way you can do evangelism and you mold the hand. But to turn many to righteousness is a different thing. You, are, you must be a star of heaven. Praise God. What I say, you must do what? I see now they are using heaven to measure how men will be. So when it comes to, I, I, I don't know if you are, you are citing this thing. No, this is heaven bringing it. And this is order. They are showing you order. If you are interested in last time stuff, be read, interested in angelic heavens. The moment you begin to move into last time, earth stop becoming your standard. Heaven start becoming your standard. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm telling you. The time of measuring your righteousness with righteousness of the earth. <laughs> Out of all of ah, I'm more righteous than you see all this. <laughs> no, you can look at the world, see the way they are behaving. Wow, we are righteous people. Oh. We have God has helped us. You know, we no longer behave like that. We are, praise God. Is a stand is a level, but that's not the standard for the end times. I don't care how, how your righteousness on the earth is. There are men who are more righteous than you. Yes, sir. Many of them I know even have hired any one tiny saints of the book. <laughs> uh, are you getting me? But there's a, there's a righteousness standard. It's what they kept in heaven. It's, the, it's reserved in heaven. Are you seeing it? It's a, it's a change of standard. So the standard for end times... Is to that's one of, the, one of the main purpose of the book of Revelation, unveil the heavenly standard to men. Unveil what the what the heavenly standard to men. So they that be wise, they will shine as the brightness. How many of you want to shine like the brightness of the firmament? <laughs> Brightness of the firmament. 
They want to shine. They will shine. There's nothing. You're not shining like a. There's earthly glory. Thank God for earthly glories. That's not your standard. You have to raise you to begin to cite heaven standard. There's something called the heavenly man. Heaven. Heaven. Like Jesus was a heavenly man who was on the earth. He had, he had begun to touch heaven's standard. Isaiah, his standard was high, man. <laughs> Praise God. He's a higher, higher standard. Judgment is different. Everything is different. You are, you are judging based on an unseen criteria. And most of the time, men, when men judge you, they will judge you wrong. Sometimes. Are you get what I'm saying? A lot of time, men might not see this glory. It's later, later. It will take scale to fall. Yes, sir. It will take deception to break. Yes, sir. Before men won't begin to see such men as glorious. Because the world casts a wrong blind. Amen. So that it's possible before darkness breaks, men who are beginning to shine like the firmament, they will, you will begin, you will, what, is, what are you doing? You are, amen. <laughs> They will be despised on the earth because they are broken into a higher what, a higher standard. So they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to what, righteousness. to righteousness as what, the stars. as the stars. Yes. Uh, so they are shining. Say shine. Shine. Shining has to do with. That's to do. You know, shining is not the same thing as color. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's one thing to be. To have color. Or something to be this color. In fact, something is white doesn't mean it's shining. That's just what I'm getting to. I'm just showing you what end time is to produce. Praise God. The end time is to produce shining souls. Shining. Now, before something shines, what, what makes something shine? Can you tell me? Quickly. Try in. Take it, try it. Praise God. Now, I'll tell you what end time, wants, end time message will do. They will bring heavenly order. Because a lot of men who are holy on the earth, when you bring them to heavenly order, they are, they are, um, they are impure. To even start with. They are not even white. <laughs> are you getting me? You know there's a difference between being impure, then being white. You can have a red garment and it has impurity. You can remove the impurity, it's still a red garment. You can have a blue garment. It's impurity it has nothing to do with the color. It's just that there are things on it. You wash it away, it becomes pure. Right? Then you still have the garment. Amen. So what the order is, many of us, we don't even have, our garment is not even white to start with. They have to clean you first. Take your impurity away. Then make you white. Then when you are white, you're not yet. You can be white, you are not yet shining. Jesus. 
that's why they 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 qualify white with linen linen if you check linen it has a shining kind of am i correct it's almost an application of sheen to white to whiteness is it's higher so what will happen in the end time first many will be made pure it's there chapter 12 read it verse 10 okay let's from verse 9 praise god I say, and he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the walls are closed up and sealed to the time of the end. Then many shall be first purified and made white and then tried. Praise God. Are you seeing the process? You will try them until they begin to shine like what? The brightness. And after a while, they now there's a shining of brightness on level of shining. Then later they will keep dealing with them until they begin to shine as the stars forever. Shine as stars forever. He's talking about the, the giving of eternal life. True, true eternal life to a soul. Amen. Are you seeing this? So there is difference between those who are not even there are those who are no you need to be purified first. Then you now see after purification, I need to round off very, very quickly now. Amen. Amen. Then you now need to give them white garments. That's one level. <laughs> Am I correct? Then when they are white garments, they have white garments, you still need to make them shine. That is the application of the linen nature. Right, so the linen nature is the is the application of righteousness that leads to bridal state. Yes. Linen nature that does what? That you know you know Michael he showed John all these things. At the point he went to show John the bride. And he extracted let's read chapter nine. Is it nineteen? Let's read that place. Praise God. Father, we bless your holy name. We give you glory. Praise God. Um, you see that? Let's see chapter 19, verse 6. He said, And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying, Hallelujah. For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him. For the marriage of the Lamb is come. And his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen. The word fine means it's shining. Now it's fine linen that was cleaned first. And made wide. Praise God. Are you seeing the properties? It is shining linen, comma, clean and white. So it was cleaned and then made white. So that's the same thing as, as Daniel. Many shall be purified, made white, and then tried. So it's very clear that how they made it fine linen is by what? So when you take a white linen and try it, it become what fine linen means. It means a shining linen, 
Praise God. And it says, for the fine linen means that fine linen property is the righteousness of saints. So that is a, is a standard of, of what? Of righteousness. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing that? So this bride who is to marry is the product of the Spirit. Are you seeing that? That's the, the spirit. When the spirit and the bride said, Come in chapter 22 of Revelation, that bride that is shouting, Come, that state of calling to come, is actually a state of righteousness that is not just pure, that, that, but that is clean, has been made white, and then has what? Has been tried and is now shining. Is at that state of shining linen. That is the marriage state. Praise God. Can I go for that little? Are you sure? Praise God. Or should we just end today and continue later? Praise the Lord. I need, do I really have uh, the... Okay, let me continue just a little. Praise God. Amen. So, the shining linen. Are you seeing that? Yes, sir. When the, you have someone who's been betrothed to him, then they, are, they now have linen that is shining. Shining linen. That's the state. Now, do you know that it's not every virgin who is the bride? That is at this stage. The virgins who are not at this state are virgins who haven't attained the wisdom of the firmament. They call them foolish virgins. They are not foolish men. Foolish men are way, they are lower than Whoa. foolish virgins. No. These ones, are, of course, any, if you are a virgin at all, you are wiser than foolish men. Yes, Amen. They are, are you care what I'm saying? Virgin, that virginity, virginity actually means wisdom. Yeah. Just the word itself, virginity, in itself, means a kind of wisdom. You can't be a virgin if you are wise, if you are not wise. To attain, because what we are doing is we are to you that those virginity is 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 wisdom that produces a virgin out of fornication and adultery. Praise God, which is what where we have been communicating with the world. Amen. Are you seeing that to be able to escape the all those things and move into a virgin state is. Praise God. So it's very clear that every virgin is already clean. And every virgin has been made white. So you see those ten virgins, all of them have been clean. They've been purified. Praise God. All of them have been made white. They are not vain. They are not Gentiles. 
they are servants. But there is a wisdom which virgins should come into. Praise God. What did I say? A soul, a virgin soul, soul should now should become should. A virgin soul should begin to should now receive the shining right of the firmament, the shining of heaven. Is that shining? Of the firmament that the that makes you a candidate to move on from the night mm-hmm. or to cross mm-hmm. over from midnight. When you're crossing over from midnight, that's the tipping point into the day. Am I correct? Yes, I see at, at the time when the bridegroom is at midnight. Am I right? Yes, Praise God. It is that receiving is those who are candidates to. Yes, to move on from the, from night season into morning season. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father. Jesus. Thank you, Father. Jesus. Father, we bless your name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you know that something can shine on the earth? Take it to heaven, it's not even shining at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Are you getting me? Yeah. I want you to see this separation between earth and heaven. Earth and heaven. You see it in Revelation 2. After some dealings on the earth, they come up hither and they move into. That is in a transition to heaven. Is actually something last time. When it's time to open last time things, they are heavenly. They are heavenly. What brings forth heavenly righteousness, the declaration of heavenly righteousness, is actually the sayings of the book. Keepers of the sayings of the book. Because it's those things, those are what the, the, you see that angel, he said, who am I? I'm, I am, are you seeing that? Amen. It was, to be honest with you, it is his shining that made John always fall and worship him. And who is, John is not a small boy, he's not like an unholy man, he's seen now. <laughs> he's not an unholy person. He's not, a, he's not a sinner. Paul said, mentioned, he said that I know of a man 14 years ago, whether in the spirit or not. Praise God. Mm. Talking about someone who was caught up into the third heaven and then he had things that are not what? They are to be, if they are uttered there, it means, of course they are not unlawful there. He's here that those things are unlawful. <laughs> <laughs> So if you want to say those things, you must, you must tell the man, come up either. You must take him up. You must, you must be caught up. 
There are some things that men who are on the earth will never hear. Jesus. As long as your soul is here. Men who are on the earth can hear the seals, they can't hear the book. You must have ascended from the earth. Ascension. 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 Okay. Thank you, Father. End time is ascension time. End time is time when men should become more, more familiar with heaven. More familiar. It's not a time to settle here. Anything that wants to make you stay here, don't even, don't condone it. Anything that wants to keep you down, earthly, earth-minded, earth-thinking, concerned, I don't care what it is, how expedient it is. How lawful it is. How necessary it is. Ah. It can rob the soul. If those virgins can be robbed. At that point. There are things that can rob men. The earth is a earthly life. Earthly way. It's a stealer. It's a thief. One is a stealer of destiny. Earth is a stealer of, of heavenly destiny because the earth has been possessed by the enemy. This because it has been possessed by the world. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Maybe we can just stop here today and so much more. Well, we can stop. Praise God. So, are you seeing that? So, heavenly dealings. In the end time, should not be strange. It shouldn't be abnormal. It shouldn't be out of the order. You know, it shouldn't be few and far between. They should become constant, frequent. Because there is a whole world of wisdom beyond, above us, that they are trying to descend and then to raise us up into. Amen. I pray the Lord will... The Lord will help us. Amen. He will give us grace. Amen. He will Amen. equip us. Amen. He will strengthen us. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I give you glory. Shemesh Stefano. Kamasivel, Opral, Salpailot, Sameno, Tolige, Tal Salon, Sabre and Talon Novella, Kamano de Beretapron, Sobrande, Likailo de Bovanita Sutopren, Metista Sutopran, Endoli, Basket Listus, Pariso, Prasiso, Prasas Baharnos, Afren Susto, Paranido, Previstus, Varenso, Talisali, Kulamp, Ronstati, Amen, and let's pray. Let's pray.
Father, we thank you. We give all the glory to you. We bless you. We give you praise. Thank you for today. Thank you for this blessing. Thank you for opening more to us, taking us further in this understanding. Our Father, we thank you. We have prayed. We have registered our interest, our, our desire, our hunger. You said, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst. After righteousness, they shall be filled. Father, we are hungering for the righteousness of the heavens. Father, we register our appetite tonight. Our thirst, we register it. We desire it as a quest in our heart. Father, we ask that these prayers we avail for us in the name of Jesus. And Father, we ask that it will awaken your mercy dealings towards us. Father, to help us and bring us into these realities. Father, I pray for everyone, those who understood those who struggle with understanding those of us who need these things to be opened up even more by the spirit i ask lord let everyone gain the portion of blessing which you desire for us at this time i ask let your spirit take this word open it up use it more to bless us even in our private time we begin to cite it and may the the truth he said these things are faithful and true. He said they are the true sayings of God. I pray may it register in the depth of our soul as such and may it be so strong prophetically to move us into walking in their reality. Thank you Father because we are flooded with heaven. Our our lives will be flooded with heaven. Our thoughts will be flooded. Our hearts will be flooded in the name of Jesus. Thank you our Father. I give all glory to your name. I worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim.